Welcome to the podcast, Enjoy Your Stay. I'm Holly Giles, a super host on Airbnb. Here is where I'll share my heart for hospitality as a short-term rental owner, along with how I started an Airbnb from scratch. Listen in each week as I tackle creative ways to turn a profit in our small town and turn my Southern Florida charm into guest-pleasing stays. Let's get started. Welcome to episode nine. What short-term rental amenities to offer in your place? That's what we're gonna talk about today. Amenities. Amenities range from the bottom all the way to the top and every place in between. And it's strictly up to you what you wanna put in your short-term rental, your Airbnb, your VRBO, as an amenity to your guests. What I say is we're gonna start with the home itself. What does the home lend itself to need or want to give to its guests? And that depends on its size, its location. Uh, is, is your place just bare bones, a place to lay your head at night, which is great. You don't need a lot of extras. Or is it at the opposite spectrum, high end, where you're gonna offer a lot of things because you're at a high ticket dollar? Maybe you're somewhere in between, and that's kind of where I fall. I'm kind of in between, a little niche area here with this three bedroom, two bath pool home in North Central Florida. There's lots of areas where we could get started because there's so many places we could go with amenities. I am gonna start with the bedroom. How about that? Let's start with the bedroom. And I'm gonna share my personal experience, what I provide in my bedrooms. Maybe you provide less, maybe you provide more. We can all definitely learn from each other, but this is this is what I do. My uncle had been a world traveler for many years and he liked things a certain way. I learned from him. I learned a lot of tips from him on what he liked when he stayed in different places. So in each of our bedrooms, we have a luggage rack. That's a foldable thing. They can be fancy, they can be plain, foldable. And he actually had those in his room. So those are the ones that I'm using in all of his bedrooms. So I have a foldable rack. Uh, Most of them are gonna be in the closet that you can put your luggage on. How wonderful is that to come into a place and have somewhere to put your piece of luggage? You could be coming in late at night, early in the morning. Who knows? You're out. You've got to run out. Where are you going to put your stuff? Most of the time, everybody throws it on the bed, and then it's got to go somewhere from there and closing up everywhere and all over the place. So you come in the bedroom. I have a luggage rack for you to put your luggage. Next, in the closet. Let's just start with the closet. <laughs> uh, I have different things in the different closets because, again, I'm talking to my ideal guests, and some of our closets... Uh, can hold things and others can't. We're going to start with our twin room. How about that? Let's start with the twin room. You open the closet, there's a luggage rack. The twin room is also where I store the pack and play and a portable high chair, which is actually underneath some shelves in the closet. That is in my twin room. Up in the closet, I also have a complete set of twin sheets, an air mattress, and a blower for the air mattress and an extra pillow. I don't advertise that I have that, but let's get real. If you've got families and kids and hoo-ha and 
sharing rooms and blah, blah, blah. Sometimes an air mattress is a necessity. It doesn't mean I'm adding more people to my house that sleeps six. It means I'm accommodating my guests when there's a situation where you got to move a kid out of one room somewhere else. That's always in the closet. Plus you have kids, there could be an accident. So I want them to have access to a complete change of linens. I do not offer that at all. I, I, you know, we put the linens on the bed for you. Those are the linens you're using during your stay. We have washer and dryer. I don't provide extra linens, but I do for the twin room just for that case. I also have blankets for each bed that are folded on a shelf. Uh, we have that extra pillow in there. So I have an, uh, two extra pillows. So I have an extra pillow for each bed that's up in the closet. I also have some toys that are available for families that might have small parts. So I keep them up in the closet so they're not easily accessible to children. That's the closet in the twin room. Closet in the queen room, you open the closet. We have the luggage rack. That's also where I store the vacuum. <laughs> it's the only closet that I can store the vacuum in. Vacuum's in there. Then I also have an, a blanket for the bed that is in a zippered see-through bag so they know it's clean hopefully they know it's clean and up in the top of the closet I have an extra pillow for the bedroom and that's what I have up there I have the blanket and I have the extra pillow I also have hanging which I forgot to mention in the twin room is I have hanging a white garbage bag the small size garbage bags with a little tag, it's hanging on a hanger, a little tag that says, for your take-home laundry. Ah, just a little bit of a touch that doesn't cost very much money, but I love it when I go someplace and stay. I've got dirty linens. I've got all this. I don't know where to put it. Where am I going to put it? I'm shoving it with the clean. It gets all mixed up. My husband's stuff, my kid's stuff. What am I going to do? That was a tip I learned on my own. And I began taking garbage bags with me when I travel. So I think it's just a nice, nice touch. Have them readily available. There's one in every bedroom that they can take and put their dirty laundry in. And nine times out of 10, everyone uses them. That box of bags lasts me a pretty good while. It's not a full-size garbage bag. They're smaller, kind of for the, like an in-between, maybe a nine gallon, something like that. I fold it over. I hang it on, uh, you know, with clips, the pant hanger, and then I have a pretty little tag that's laminated that hangs there that lets them know that's that's for there for them to use for their take-home laundry. In the queen room, I also have an extra robe hanging there, and people are welcome to use it. It also has a tag that says it's freshly laundered for their visit. I just have one robe in that queen room and. I don't have a replacement if someone uses it. That's an extra one that I have, so I just throw it in there in case someone uses it. A lot of times they don't, but I do have them in the master bedroom. So that was our queen room. I also, we're doing the closet. So in the king room closet, I have the luggage rack. I have two robes hanging, two different sizes. Uh, with the hang tag that lets them know it was freshly laundered for their visit. I have the garbage bag hanging with a nice little tag. Our master bedroom actually is a beautiful cedar lined closet that my uncle had custom built. It's gorgeous. 
beautiful. But I also have an ironing board in there. And in the bottom in a bin, I have all your supplies that you could possibly need for ironing. I have your iron. I have a jug of distilled water to use in the iron because we are on well and we don't want any stains or anything like that. So I keep distilled water. I have a lint brush for their use. I have spray starch, anything you might need. We have had people come here for weddings and events. So it's really nice amenity to have for them available for their use and many people have used that. I also have a foldable little uh, TV tray. I'm gonna call it a TV tray. They probably have another name for them now. <laughs> but it's foldable, it kind of folds flat in the back just in case they need another surface for a laptop or something like that. That's available for them in the closet. There's one in the master and there's one in the queen. That's just a little extra. Uh, I had those. I know what it's like to need a little extra table surface for one thing or another. So they're not out taking up space, but they're folded in the closets. So those are the amenities I put in the closets. All right. And let's see, what else do we have extra in the bedroom? One thing that's really nice. Now, I do have a digital clock in every room. I know a lot of people don't care about having digital clocks. I don't think it's ne absolutely necessary. But just in the area we're in, I have digital alarm clocks. They do have a USB port, so it's easy. Everyone can just charge their phone. And then if our beds are up against the wall outlets, I'll have an extension cord there so that you can easily access a cord if you need it for phone or what have you. Now, I also just learned something new, which I hadn't thought about. <laughs> is uh, I did do the extension cords for somebody that I work with. Her husband needs a CPAP. And so that's one thing they really look at when they go to stay someplace, and they do stay it a lot, is where they're going to plug that in. Is there a plug around the master bed? And that's really vital for them. I hadn't thought about that. So that's why I make sure I have those plugs. But then I was listening to a podcast and realized my plugs are not, I guess you would call it grounded. They're not three-prong plugs. So I'm going to change out all of my extension cords to three-prong plugs. Those machines might need those. Laptops sometimes need those. Who knows why you need that, but it would just be easy for me to change that out for my guests. I also have a flashlight in the drawer in every room, just in case. We're in Florida. We have power outages, and I, I don't want anyone to not be able to get where they need to go. Along with the flashlight, I do have lighted uh, their sensor, their light sensor night lights is what they are. They're not you know, bright and obtrusive. They just really kind of light the floor. I have them in every single room of the house and I have had people mention how they love that. You wake up at night in a strange place. In this house, they all share a main hall bath, large bath. So you wake up, your kids, especially if they don't know where they are, or where they go, uh, I've lit the way for you. And those that don't like it, they just unplug it and leave it right there. And when I come to clean, I plug them back in. So that's super easy. And it's something that families really love. And it's something you might not think about is the night lights that are automatic. They just, you know, come on when it gets dark. You don't have to worry about it and worry about uh, turning them on and changing them and all those things. And they're very low profile. They don't stick out, which I like that as well. That's another thing I really love is those night lights. So they're in every room and in the hallway, bathrooms, so forth. 
The other thing I do have in those closets underneath the luggage rack is a laundry basket. (laughs) A laundry basket is amazing when you're staying as a family and you have dirty laundry, you need to do laundry because we have a full laundry room here. And that was one thing right off the bat. I want everyone to have a laundry basket, whether you're keeping track of clean clothes, dirty clothes, separating clothes, everybody has access to one in their room. Something funny, my cousin who did stay here, she was one of our kind of testers. She came here with her family and she does travel a lot. She stays in a lot of rental homes. And she called me a few weeks ago and she's like, I was in a place in Colorado. We were in this big house and it was nice and everything, but there was just little things that were irritating. They didn't have laundry baskets like you have. (laughs) And she said the laundry was down in the basement and our room was up on the second floor. So I didn't really have a way to carry my laundry down two flights of stairs because I didn't have a basket. And how fabulous would it have been just to have a simple laundry basket. So she wanted to call me and tell me how she loves all the little things that we do. And the laundry basket for some people can just really, really make their day, especially a mom trying to do laundry. Now, some people do go all out with electronics. I am not necessarily a fully savvy electronic person. I am in some ways. All of our TVs are smart TVs that have all the streaming apps and so forth. You have to log in yourself. I don't provide that. I don't pay for all those services. But there's a lot and enough free stuff on these TVs that I feel comfortable about that. And everyone has enjoyed it. I don't seem to have any issues with that. In our Florida room, which is really kind of like a game room, a sitting room, it's the most used room in our house. I do have an Xbox 350. That was given to me by my cousin who travels. (laughs) She said, yes, we'll love it. And with tons of different games, and they do. Uh, People remark that they love doing that, especially on a rainy day. They can come in here and have fun. There's games for all ages, and people really enjoy that. So that's, I would call that an amenity. Not a lot of places are going to have those extra things uh, that you can do that can sometimes make a difference to turn an afternoon that kind of got rained out or something like that or snowed in wherever you might be and it gives them something extra to do and I know there's more fancy things but it works and it's fun and for some that's they think of it as a you know maybe retro I don't know but it's it's a lot of fun and they've enjoyed that so that's something we provide as well Uh, I have considered, I have some extra old iPads, putting them in here with apps to local places. Uh, The beaches, so you can know the weather and the tides and different things. And I haven't got to that. That's kind of on my list of things I would like to do, but I haven't got there yet. Local events where they can use that iPad while they're here. Uh, Those iPads are older, so I'm not concerned about it if something happens to them. Again, we don't want to put things in here that you're going to worry about. And what else do we have? So I talked about the beach chairs. That, you know, I don't live at the beach, but I live close enough that people come here so that they can enjoy the beach. I do provide four beach chairs and an umbrella. I was asking people to let me know in advance if they want to use those items so that I could bring them out of our storage garage for them. And so many people requested them. Now I just leave them out. That's just part of it. I provide that. I do have a beach bag and two nice beach towels. Uh, People have used that. 
And uh, this season I'm adding in four more towels for the beach that are kind of cheaper towels that if they got lost, I did the Black Friday thing and they were $1.99, so I'm okay with that. So that's gonna give them a total of six towels that are here extra if they wanna use them at the beach. I also provide pool towels for our guests and I provide enough towels for the number of people staying here, which generally I'm gonna put six out with an extra. And then if people share with me, they have guests coming to visit, I'll put another few towels out there. You know, doing laundry is just part of it. So adding in a few towels isn't really a big deal when it makes a big difference for people coming to stay and how much they enjoy having access to the beach towels, uh, pool towels. So I, you know, in the beginning, I bought super cute pool towels. Oh, with the flamingos. And I just love them and la, 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 la. At the end of season now, nine months in, I'm missing some of my favorite towels. <laughs> and I don't know when they left because I kind of do a rotation. And I kind of spent a lot of money, maybe more than I should have. So I probably won't do that again because Walmart has some pretty great towels we've been using now for a while for seven, eight, nine dollars. So that's going to be my next next project when I need to add in more pool towels. Then when I have towels that need to go out of rotation, I just put them as extras, cleaning towels, so forth. That's another topic. I also have a station uh, in our laundry room, which has a door to the garage, I mean, to the pool, where I have bug spray. We live in Florida. Our pool is screened in, but let me just tell you, if you've never been to Florida in the summertime, welcome to Mosquito Land. And if you're not used to that, it might really hamper your first night here before you think you need to go to the store to buy some bug spray. So I do provide bug spray. Uh, that's really, I think that's just important, especially in Florida. That's kind of an extra that I do. On the pool patio, I do have uh, just Walmart flip-flops, so a wide variety of sizes. You just never know when you need to slip your shoes on. We kind of have a sandy yard that has those stickers I don't know the proper name for them but when they dry they are like daggers in your feet and I do let guests know that in advance and advise not to walk run around barefoot we have concrete sidewalks for all your uses in all the areas or mulched areas but I do provide those flip-flops for those occasions and I just ask you leave it with all the other towels and such so that I can disinfect them for the next guests now we could go on to the kitchen is like a whole subject of its own, isn't it? There's so many things <laughs> we could do in the kitchen. I think I'm going to backtrack though, because I want to talk about very unique properties and property specific amenities. Uh, I talked about Brevard, North Carolina before the beach. I mean, I'm sorry, the uh, mountain biking I'm still with the beach here the mountain biking and now my son is looking at places for us to stay that are equipped for mountain bikers did you know that so they are going to have uh, storage because you don't want to leave those expensive bikes outside they want to be inside so they have lockable storage they have a washing station for your bikes they have little repair station which could be totally very simple how you do that all the things a mountain biker might need is at these locations. So they're, they are building them and providing these amenities specific for 
the mountain bikers. And that's become kind of a mecca. A lot of people come in there. There's whole communities for mountain bikers to come and stay. So what is unique about your area and your ideal guest that you could build in an amenity that's going to stand out from someone else? Hot tubs, fabulous amenity. I'm not going to put one here because that's a lot of extra work for me, but I have a pool. So that kind of offsets the hot tub. Hot tubs are great. I like going to places that have a hot tub and staying. I don't really want to do the hot tub with the kids, but if it's me and my husband, I really enjoy that. Just peace and quiet. We did that in the mountains. That was just lovely. So hot tubs are a hot ticket item. And I know people that have hot tubs in their rentals do great because that's something that not everybody has at home and getting that somewhere else is just really special. So that is an amenity that not everyone is going to have. And what else did I want to tell you? That, okay, for me, doing in my house, I want things that aren't going to break. The number one rule when I started in here in furnishing was not to have glass. I don't have glass tables. I don't have glass candle holders. I don't have anything that's easily breakable because I know kids are going to stay here. And I don't want parents freaking out and worrying. I want this to be an easy care zone for me. So here, my amenities, I don't want anything that's going to break. That's number one for me. No glass. Uh, I want everyone to be comfortable. So I keep that in mind when I'm adding amenities because some things aren't going to work here because we want we are super family friendly. Now back to the kitchen, I'm just going to go over a couple things in the kitchen because here we could go crazy. But coffee stations are a big deal in a lot of places. Tons of people drink coffee, but then there's a lot of people that don't either. So this is what I provide, just my personal experience. Uh, my uncle had several different coffee makers. Uh, and so I didn't go and buy a big system. I might have if I didn't have it but I kind of pulled together what I have. So I have the Keurig Mini. I have a coffee pot. I have the standard size coffee pot, but up in the cabinet, I just have a four cup as well because I had it in case there's just one person here that wants to do coffee and likes to do it with grounds and so forth. I have a stovetop kettle and I have an electric kettle up in the cabinet. I have a coffee grinder case you like to do your own because some people like to even bring their own coffee I've been known to do that and I have a French press which I just added into our kitchen was the French press so I'm covering all the bases it's not I don't have an area where I can do the fancy you know all the stuff that's out but I have it nicely labeled easy access to all these things but it's available to everyone now, I also have a crock pot, which is used here because, again, we have families. I have a full set of pots and pans. I have a crock pot. I do have an Instapot. I have an Instapot up in the cabinet with specific directions that say, if you've never used one, do not use it today. That has not been used yet. We'll see if that stays in rotation. I have a fondue pot. You never know. But I had it, so I might as well leave it here. See how it goes. That's just an extra thing. It might be fun for the parents to get together and do fondue one night. I have a griddle, which is the standalone plug-in big square griddle. 
it's easy to do eggs, pancakes, and so forth. You just pull it out, use it, clean it up, goes back in the cabinet. I have a toaster. I have a electric mixer. I keep sugar and flour here. I have muffin tins. I have baking trays. I have a cake store. Like if you made a cake, you could store it and take it to another location. I have cake pans. I have all those things for baking. I keep supplies of parchment paper, wax paper, all those different kinds of things. If you're coming here and baking just as a family or if you're doing it for an event, which we've, we've had people do. If you let me know what you what you need, I'll, I might have it or I'm going to provide it for you. I have enough plates, cups, bowls, salad plates for six people to eat three meals before they have to do a load in the dishwasher. I have plenty of silverware. I have knives. I have serving spoons. I have spatulas. I have all those things. I have a garlic press. I have an apple slicer. I have wine openers. I have all those little accessories. I have a cheese grater. But guess what the one thing was I didn't have and a guest called me out on it. I had fabulous guests. They were here for a family reunion. They did have separate gatherings here that they okayed with us in advance. They had a wonderful time. I provided some extras for their family. And they loved their stay, but they were in shock that we did not have an ice cream scoop. What? I was pretty sure I had an ice cream scoop in the drawer. I don't know. So I just let her know that we were so happy to have their family. And on her return visit, there will be a top of the line ice cream scoop waiting for her. So that's the next thing I ordered on Amazon was an ice cream scoop that's now in the drawer. (laughs) It's those little things that really make a difference. They were an ice cream family. They had ice cream like twice a day and they didn't have a scoop. And they weren't too happy about it. They didn't show that, share that in their review, but privately it was a joke. They needed an ice cream scoop. So the, I added it. Why didn't I have one? I don't know. I just thought for sure that I did. Now, there's lots of different things we can talk about. Amenities, big and small. I'm kind of talking about some small ones here that make a big difference. What are some small amenities that you can add that make a big impact in people having a comfortable, clean stay. We provide blankets. We provide the kinds that are easily washable because we're gonna wash them every time they're used. We provide games. We provide just comfort things. Uh, We provide lots of cups. We even provide, uh, we provide coffee. We do, I provide coffee and tea and hot chocolate. Um, I was just providing just a tad and now, now I provide quite a bit So far, no one has abused that. I also provide a lot of spices in the cabinet, uh, oil, a couple different kinds of oil, spray, your basic spices, because if you're staying somewhere for a week, it's, you know, it's just super hard to go out and buy all that stuff. I provide a tinfoil saran wrap, and I do put out Ziploc bags and storage things. As soon as I get them, I replenish them. Lots of takeaway Uh, storage things. So if they disappear, I don't care. I just keep replenishing them because they're cheap. But I want you to have a way to take food to the beach, to take it on a picnic or put your leftovers in. And I'm not worried about it. 
I provide a picnic basket that's supplied with a picnic blanket and some real basic necessities. We have some beautiful state parks and national parks in the area. I provide a picnic basket. Why not? I had the picnic basket. I wasn't using it. Maybe I should be. Anyway, it's a nice touch that adds comfort and an idea for them to do. That's giving them something to do and providing the amenity for them to do it. So we've talked about a lot of little things in today's discussion on what amenities should you offer. And there's many more. We'll talk about big things at another time, but just think about those small things, what you can add that makes a big impact, that doesn't cost you a lot of money, that your guests are really going to put that in the back of their mind, like, wow, you know, they really have this. That's awesome. I hope you got a little bit of information from this that helps you in deciding what amenities to put in your short-term rental, Airbnb or VRBO. And I'm excited to talk with you next time on our next episode. And until then, as always, enjoy your stay. Are you wondering what draws people to our sleepy little town north of Orlando? Subscribe to Enjoy Your Stay on your favorite app to find out. Tune in to hear my business tips, guest experiences, and along the way I'll showcase the wonders of Florida that make it the natural choice for your next vacation.